This is Optimal Health Daily, episode 964, Tea Rituals for Focus, Health, and Slowness, by Leo Babauta of zenhabits.net. And I'm Dr. Neil, your host and narrator. Welcome back to another edition of Optimal Health Daily. This is where I read to you from some of the best health and fitness blogs on the web, kind of like an ongoing audiobook. Now we have five shows where we narrate blogs for you, covering a bunch of different topics. Check them all out by searching for Optimal Living Daily wherever you're hearing this. Let's get right to it and start optimizing your life. Tea Rituals for Focus, Health, and Slowness by Leo Babauta of zenhabits.net. As I write these words, I sit with a bowl of matcha, the Japanese powdered green tea used in traditional ceremonies, and enjoy the quiet morning hours. Tea is a form of meditation for me, a way of being present and practicing paying attention. It is a way of slowness, of savoring life, and it is a way of focus for me. I find that if I'm having trouble concentrating on one thing, pausing to brew some tea is a great way to regain that focus. I've gotten some of my best writing done with the aid of a cup or bowl of tea. I'm no tea expert, so this guide won't be a guide on how to brew the perfect tea or how to choose great tea. In contrast to actual tea experts, I will have many novice errors. I'm fine with that as my purpose here is to simply share some rituals I use for focus, for slowness, and for health. Now, all three of these rituals help with focus, slowness, and health. I'm giving them separate names only to help show how I use them, but they really can be used interchangeably. The focus ritual. When I need to get my most important work done, I will often take a few minutes to brew some tea. This is a small ritual that signals that it is time to stop with all the distractions, and yes, I have many of those, and clear away everything, everything but what I want to focus on. I heat up some water in a kettle. I've used a metal kettle and an electric one. The electric one gets the job done just as well, though obviously is less traditional. Filtered water is best, but the water in my house tastes so pure I often won't bother. I scoop some matcha with a bamboo ladle into a tea bowl. I use two scoops of matcha, as much as the bamboo ladle can carry. I use a rustic-looking bowl because I enjoy the rough texture in my hands as I drink. I fill the bowl halfway with water and use a bamboo whisk to mix it all together. I rapidly do so until there's a light green foam at the top. I rinse the ladle and the whisk and put them away. I savor the smell of the tea, the lovely color, and the brothy look of it. I clear away everything on my computer and my desk except what I need to write, and my bowl of tea, of course. So the browser gets closed, all apps but my writing app, all other devices are shut down. I take a sip of the green tea and enjoy its thickness, its slight bitterness. People often offset this with delicious Japanese sweets or crackers. It's Swedish aftertaste and fine grit left on my tongue. I sit, I breathe, I write. Then sip and repeat. The slowness ritual. Modern life has a tendency of becoming rushed, of moving from one appointment to the next, one email to the next, until all of our days are a blur. I find tea to be perfect for helping me to slow down, to return to the natural rhythm of life. So in the afternoon, when things become rushed, I pause. I put some loose whole leaf tea, like sencha or oolong tea, into a small teapot as the water heats up. I take a moment to enjoy the sight of the consistency of the leaves, hand-picked by farmers from small farms in Japan or Taiwan, and breathe on the leaves to evoke their fragrance. I pour just a teacup full of water into the pot, 
and pay attention to my breath as the tea steeps for about 30 seconds. I like the tea lighter, not bitter. This breath watching is a short meditation, like the rest of the ritual. I pour the slightly steep tea into a small cup, about half the size of my fist. I savor the color, texture, smell, and try to see what aromas I can detect. I'm not very good at this, admittedly. Then I sip. The first sip is a revelation. As the rushed world fades away and the delicate tea hits my tongue, washing it in its warmth and with flavors that began their journey in the earth thousands of miles away in a country that has been doing this for a millennia or two. The tea is not overpowering, but subtle. It is mostly water, with only a slight essence of the leaves infused into the liquid. So timid, I have to really pay attention to notice it at all. The moment is entirely floating in this whisper of a broth, slowed by the hesitation of my attention as it stops its monkeying around and starts to enjoy the stillness. The health ritual. My life is ruled by four liquids, water, coffee, wine, and tea. All have their health benefits, but arguably, tea rises slightly above the rest. I drink water throughout the day and night, and it is the life stuff that runs through me. Coffee is a shared experience with my wife, Ava, and has always signaled the start of a good day every day. Wine is our unwinding ritual and means that the day has been good. Tea is a signal for slowness and focus that I use in the middle of the day. It's also a way for me to satisfy little hunger cravings that used to trigger unhealthy snacking. I use tea to make my mouth happy so it doesn't look for sweets, salty snacks, or grease. So between lunch and dinner, I often have tea. It might be a bowl of matcha or a pot of loose leaf tea brewed repeatedly as I work or relax. It's a healthy snack that makes my day better. You just listened to the post titled Tea Rituals for Focus, Health, and Slowness by Leo Babauta of zenhabits.net. And now I'm sure you know you need a healthy mind and body for optimal health. Stress and anxiety can take a heavy toll on you. It affects your quality of sleep, which then negatively affects your energy levels during your workdays. BetterHelp Online Counseling offers you a convenient, safe, and private online setting to get help. Their network of 3,000 U.S. licensed therapists are available worldwide and specialize in areas like stress, depression, anxiety, sleep, and more. Plus, you can schedule sessions at your own time and pace. Four communication modes, including text, chat, video, and phone, allow you to communicate with your counselor in the way you like best. And you can request a new counselor at no additional charge if you're not fully satisfied. Start communicating with your therapist in less than 24 hours. Financial aid is available for those who qualify. And best of all, it's a truly affordable option. Optimal Health Daily listeners get 10% off your first month with discount code OHD. So why not get started today? Go to betterhelp.com OHD. Simply fill out a questionnaire to help them assess your needs and get matched with the counselor you'll love. That's betterhelp.com OHD. Dr. Neil here for my commentary. What's great about what Leo described is that even if you don't enjoy tea, you can actually apply these rituals to anything. It's all about being more mindful. So you could do this when you're preparing meals at home or when you're eating or when you're working out or when you're driving. You could do this anywhere. It's all about tuning out some of that noise and just focusing on the moment. Letting our minds just be still 
Oh, and when it comes to tea and coffee, there's actually lots of good news about their health benefits. First of all, if you don't add any sugar or cream or milk to it, dietitians we consider it a quote-unquote free food, which means it's so low in calories, it doesn't really count towards your overall calorie intake for the day. Instead, it does count towards your fluid intake for the day, which is a good thing since most of us walk around dehydrated. The diuretic effects of coffee and tea have been overstated, but some are more sensitive than others. But you would have to drink a lot of coffee and a lot of tea to have that diuretic effect, meaning you end up excreting more fluid than you're taking in. But it turns out, again, unless you're drinking pots and pots of coffee and tea a day, its diuretic effect isn't as strong as we once thought. We're learning that three to four cups of coffee or tea each day may lead to decreased risks for certain types of cancer like liver, colon, and pancreatic cancers. It may lower our risk for developing Alzheimer's disease, which is a severe form of dementia. It may lower our risk for developing diabetes and Parkinson's disease. And so if you do enjoy your cup of coffee or tea, if you can drink it plain and it's not harming you in any way and your doctor approves, then by all means, continue but it couldn't hurt to also, as you're brewing that cup of tea or coffee, be mindful as you do it and really savor it. All right, that'll do it for the Thursday episode. I hope you have a great rest of your day and I'll see you back here tomorrow for the Friday Q&A and where your optimal life awaits.